Hello out there again. This is Tempest, youth director in the Virginia area, and all around great gal. Today, ABD, we are back. And today the D stands for all but married. Yes, I said that. All but married. It's a difficult thing being a single person, single woman, in ministry. People sometimes don't know how to treat me or how to react to me or what to say to me sometimes. It's like I'm an alien somehow. But I feel like being single in ministry these days is much more common than it used to be. I mean, not everybody gets married and not everybody are living in, you know, general um quote unquote normal relationships as once were had. So I'm all but married. And that can be a difficult thing sometimes. It can be kind of weird <laughs> because, again, someone once told me that in ministry, you know, if you're bored, just ask somebody and they'll give you something to do. And there's always something to do. So I really have to set my own boundaries and my own schedule. Um, like anybody else, of course, but I don't have to run home to get to a spouse or to pick up kids from school or to go to, um, you know, events, unless they're the events of my youth group kids, <laughs> whose events I go to to support them. But I'm not, like, required to be there. I want to be there for them. So for me, it's really about setting my own schedule and making my own boundaries. And that can be overwhelming sometimes. I can really take on too much because I have so much time and I feel sometimes like, oh, yeah, well, I, could, I could give to that because I don't have anything else I'm doing. But can I? And or really, should I <laughs> is the question. So just because you're not married doesn't mean you don't have responsibilities. It doesn't mean that I don't have things I'd like to be doing with my time and my skills and my efforts, right? So, but then it doesn't change how people react or how they talk to you um, or how they just interact with you in general. Thankfully, my church is not one of those places where people have tried to set me up with their single brother-in-law, friend, or whatever. It's not one of those scenarios. But I was listening to a podcast earlier um, that spoke about singles, the single stats in America. And I'm a Gen Xer, millennial, on the cusp there. And I find that, you know, being a person who takes relationships seriously as I do. But I also take my time seriously. And it's the statement and really true of a lot of millennials in this day and age, because they take a lot of time to really almost verify the person they're going to be with. They want to know a lot of details, like a lot of details about a person before they even get serious about them, you know? And I think that's fair. I mean, like, that's more than fair, to be honest. Um, I'd like to know lots of details about a person before I get serious about them. It's kind of the millennial side of myself. And I took a very long time 
um, at one point just because I never really dated. I wasn't one of those people, you know, in high school that was just dating a ton of folks. I just didn't do that. That wasn't my story. Um, I went on group dates, <laughs> you know, I hung out with a group of people, you know, all mixed gender and, you know, that could be called and considered a date, um, in my eyes because I was with other people who weren't, you know, people I knew and I could be getting to know someone in a new and different and interesting way. So I like to know people and got to get a good understanding of how we vibe together. Can we hang out? Can we not hang out? before really getting serious about somebody. Um, and that's just how I've always been. I'm not a person who just jumps into things just because, or because it seems like the right thing to do, you know? I really have to give it the consideration it deserves. And I think with anything, especially around marriage, that's needed. six months and then we got married and nobody's marriage is perfect there actually is just no such thing as a perfect marriage um, I think in the on the other side of the situation now and after much self-reflection and just kind of getting back in tune with who I am and who I want to be think in regards to future relationships, I think your, your person, spouse or otherwise, should make you better. Not just in marriage, but relationships. That includes friendships. You know, I think the people that you hang out with should make you a better person. They should enhance who it is that you are and who you're trying to be in the world. And I think if that's not happening, then perhaps they don't need to be there. You know, it's like bless and release, you know, on your way. Um, so that's definitely one. They should be enhancing you, for sure. And for another thing, it's, again, that whole idea of perfect. 
Comparing oneself to somebody else's relationship will always leave you wanting because no one's relationship is perfect and no one's anything is exactly how you should have it or you even want it to be. It's like, do you really want that? You know, you might think it looks good on paper. You know, there's a look good on paper guy, but is that guy really the great person that you want to see day in and day out? that's what's perfect it's gotta be perfect for me and I think in my again learning about myself and everything else after this relationship it was important for me to say me I became more important than the relationship after a while and <coughs> bless me it became self-serving and self-saving and I don't think that is a selfish act it was a self-full act I needed to care more about me than I cared about the relationship and I needed to want to buoy myself versus being taken under by another person and I think in any situation if it's going to be you or, you know, the other person, it's not the same. You've got to be self-preservation mode at that point. You need to want more for you than anybody else. Because at the end of the day, you are your number one numero uno, you know, fan. That's, it's, a, it's, a, it's all about you at that point. So if you don't want more for you, then who's going to want? I wanted more for me. So I got more for me. And that doesn't mean that I don't want relationships ever to happen again in my entire life. It just means that in that relationship, I needed more than I needed him. And that's okay to admit now because it was important. And I think if you don't admit things like that, like up front and out loud, then done real harm to him more harm than I probably did in the um, short term period of us being together and then apart I think if I just sort of lied and been ingenuous disingenuous it would have been more painful to him and to me because then we're just ruining two people's lives and that's just not and great devotion toward one another but also a great devotion for 
separately for one another. And that's ultimately what I'm looking for in the future. I'm not striking it out. It's just not where I am today. So, all but married. Until next time. brought to you by me, Tempest. If you are listening and enjoying or get anything out of this podcast, please feel free to send me a message. I'd love to read it and to know more about who it is out there in the listening public. So I can be reached at g 5 That's E-N-N-E-A-G- F-I-V-E at ProtonMail.com. Again, that's E-N-N-E-A-G-5, F-I-V-E at ProtonMail.com. Thanks.